0: All right, so welcome to my pilot episode of the Practical Business Philosophy Podcast. Today, I would like to share with you my own philosophy and thoughts on business and uh, how business fundamentally is good. So I'll just start where I always start with my clients while I'm uh, helping them think through the good of their businesses or when I'm talking with other people about business philosophy. And the fundamental, the, the foundation of my philosophy is the principle of mutual profit. The principle of mutual profit is that a- after having done business, both parties are better off. This is the foundation of all my thinking uh, when it comes to business it, it uh, influences the way I, uh, I express myself, it's, uh, it's, it, it, um, it inspires the way that I help my clients express themselves. Um, if you don't know, I am a, a brand strategist, copywriter, and website builder, although I am outsourcing uh, the actual building of the websites, um, the design of the websites, and eventually I'll be outsourcing other parts of my business too, but for the time being, it's almost a solo gig. Uh, Back to my philosophy, mutual profit. After having done business, both parties are better off. I I like to analogize the principle of mutual profit uh, with two farmers. Let's say Farmer A, Adam we'll call him, is an apple orchard keeper, and farmer B is a potato farmer. We'll call him Bob. So Adam and Bob each have a thousand of of each of their crops. If they agree to exchange 10 of each of their crops, both farmers are happy because they have something now that they didn't before. Both parties are better off having done business. And this is the same concept when we go to uh, exchanging money for services and goods, and um, say say uh, for my own business, I help my clients think about their business. I help them understand who they are and what they are about. I help them understand who it is that they're trying to reach, and I help them uh, reach them with greater confidence, with greater clarity, with greater power in how they express who they are, what they're about, to this person they're trying to reach. And uh, I use various techniques, and it costs me so much of my time and effort, and it costs me so much of my time and effort to gain the knowledge, understanding, and skill to help these guys do it, and in exchange for all of my, my skill and knowledge and time, my client will... Uh, provide for me some money or possibly a, a service or goods in return for my service. Ideally, it costs me much less than the value that I deliver to my client. And the value that I deliver to my client costs them much less than they deliver back to me. That's a really simple way of understanding the idea of mutual profit when it comes to a service like my own. The other thing that I like, that I like to think about in this uh, mutual profit is what kind of good is being produced. There are three transcendental forms of good, and that is truth, goodness, and beauty. So truth, truth is knowledge, understanding, order, goodness— is sustenance, it's shelter, it's healing, or uh, however, however else you might perceive something that, that strengthens, repairs, or otherwise sustains us in our bodies. Um, beauty is uh, the other one that is m- probably hardest to define but easiest to understand, in fact. When, when you see something beautiful, you value it. Uh, paintings, um, in some ways, order being put together is a form of beauty, and it's a form of truth. So, having an orderly room is partially, uh, partially truth, uh, understanding knowledge, the way things are organized. But the experience of that space actually is beauty. It's, uh, in other words, um, this transcendental is positive experience. Um, many of my clients are life and leadership coaches, and the life and leadership coach, the coaching service that they provide is of the form of truth and beauty. And the the idea behind this is that you are helping your client, say you're a coach, you're helping your client uh, understand himself, understand his circumstance, Uh, You are showing him another perspective, and you are expanding his ability to perceive, make decisions, and follow through. So that's all truth, but it's also beauty. Coaching is also beauty because you have somebody who is taking intent and focused attention on you, and that is something that not many people ever experience. Uh, let alone experience on a regular basis. And that positive experience of somebody taking intense interest in your life in and of itself is therapeutic. It is an extremely positive experience, and we can think of the truth, goodness, and beauty as um, feeding the various pieces of who we are as human beings. We, We are uh, body, soul, spirit. Uh, our soul is our psyche. It's our mind. It's it's our rationality, and uh, and our thought pra- uh, patterns. And this corresponds to the good of truth. And our bodies are physical. They exist. They have goodness. And our uh, our bodies benefit when we increase goodness. When we um, when we uh, acquire proper nutrients, it increases the goodness that is in our bodies. Uh, when we um, say medications, when when we take the correct medication, it causes a positive effect in our bodies. Um, when we have proper diet, it causes a positive effect in our bodies. When we work out properly, it causes a positive effect in the goodness that is our bodies. And, and in the same way, when we feed our minds, when, when we take care of our, our mental capacities, we are causing uh, an increase in goodness or the, the, uh, an increase in truth in our minds. And the same way with our spirits, when we have positive experience, we are increasing the goodness that is beauty in our spirits. The, the reason I bring up the transcendental goods is because we can look at all of our services and goods and understand them in a new way. Understanding the truth of the good goodness, truth, and beauty that we supply through our goods and services can then be turned around. We, we can turn around and, uh, and express that truth uh, in a beautiful fashion to the people that need the truth, goodness, and beauty that we produce. So that that's actually where where what I'm doing right now is producing a goodness in you, uh, it, the the uh, the good of truth and the good of beauty. It's understanding yourself, truth, understanding yourself, understanding your process, your uh, the the good that you do, and it's also beauty. It is seeing how you can actually. You, you fundamentally are good in this world. You are fundamentally a source of goodness, truth, and beauty in this world. Whatever you choose to put your mind to, seeing the truth, goodness, and beauty allows us to optimize that truth, goodness, or beauty that we produce on a daily basis. So we want to lean into the understanding of the truth, goodness, and beauty that we produce, because then we can optimize it. We can see, oh, this thing that I'm spending, you know, half of my time in is not producing the goodness, truth, and beauty that I want to. So we can reduce our effort in into the the uh, the non essentials uh, of our business. And these other parts where um, where I'm only spending this much time in this. But this is fundamentally where all the truth, goodness, and beauty that I create flows through. And you can lean more heavily into that. And uh, say, say, again, uh, to take the example of a, of a life or leadership coach, when you understand it's all about truth, it's all about beauty, you can say, what is it that is truthful in my service? What is it that is beautiful in my service? And lean into that. So when you're talking with your, your client, say you're a coach again, um, forgive me, this is this is the most common (laughs) client that I have. So this might be a, uh, uh, I'm gonna have to get new, new material. (laughs) I'm gonna have to uh, get more examples. the truth and the beauty that is your surface. When you choose to lean into it, you can lean heavily into it. So you're talking with your your client and you can create meaningful pauses and increase your client's perception of your intent to increase them in goodness. Increase them in truth. This is you're helping them understand themselves, understand their circumstance, and make good decisions that they recall, and all of that. When your when your client perceives you to be a source of good in his life, that's a positive experience, and then when you follow through with that, uh, with that. That knowledge of uh, that that you've instilled in your client, you are delivering to him uh, a space in which he can increase himself in knowledge. So this this is th- this the the time and space that uh, that we need to do the deep thinking uh, when you're setting up your your space and you allow him to experience the calm um, and the and the meaning out of the chaos that is his daily experience. You allow him to come out of the hustle and bustle, and then he can increase in his rational faculties, uh, to use another philosophical term. <laughs> and he perceives himself and where he is and where he wants to be, and he starts heading in that direction. You've just helped him see and pursue a greater good, and that's you uh, delivering the good to your client. This is fundamentally what I enjoy in my own process, is helping my clients understand the goodness that they deliver and helping them think about it in a new way. And uh, that, that's why I, I uh, named my business Fresh Eyes Incorporated. I want to help people see things in a new way. Um, so that's 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 fundamentally why I've I started my business. That's fundamentally why I continue to invest my time and energy into my business so that it can grow and I can do greater and greater good. I can put put greater good into the world. And the world, individually, my clients, can then return that goodness to me. That helps me sustain myself, sustain my family. And that is that is the way that I do good in this world. And I hope that I can help you do good in this world as well. Um, I truly believe that doing this kind of thinking makes us better business people, because understanding where we can put our efforts to maximize the good we do is truly the only way that we will maximize the good we do. And therefore, it is ontologically, a good thing for us to focus on the good that we do. I'd like to move on to something that I use for myself and my clients, the idea behind um, behind Story brand. The philosophical rationale behind Storybrand is that we are physical creatures. We are limited to time and space. We experience space through time. and therefore, narrative, story, you know, sequences of events are fundamental to our thinking. All human languages make no sense without narrative. The only way they make sense is through narrative. So we are limited to time and space. We experience space through time. Therefore sequences of sequences of events or narrative is the fundamental way we understand our reality and leaning into that leaning into that we are able to then frame our own goodness truth and beauty that we accomplish through narrative hence story brand uh, so if you're not familiar story brand by donald miller uh, is it's both a book and it's a course and it's a development platform through which you can develop your your brand your your first your understanding of your brand, and then through, through that um, uh, develop the language by which you deliver your message to your clients. So your message is how you do good to them. So uh, I'll just break down the story brand concept. I've modified it for myself and my own purposes just slightly. Uh, so a hero has a goal, faces a challenge, meets a guide, and overcomes. And the idea behind this is such that you can can be sure that the good that you produce comes through in a powerful and succinct way through your copy. So every message that you deliver to your clients is saying something about what you want for them. And... When it matches what they want for themselves, they'll listen. So a hero, we're estab- establishing the idea of the person through this narrative. You, you get their attention by effectively describing them. Now, you don't have to do that in an explicit manner. Uh, you can do that in a very implicit manner. So the kinds of colors that you choose, um, the images that you choose, etc., those cause certain emotions, and if that those are the emotions that the hero needs in order to make this hero's journey, they'll listen. Second, has a goal. This is the step where you are helping your potential client or customer know what it is they actually want. And we do this from the perspective of not what you're providing, but what they are desiring. And the way that they get that is the next step a hero has a goal faces a challenge this is the thing that keeps them from what they want hero has a goal faces a challenge meets a guide this is the process this is the way they overcome that challenge meets a guide and overcomes overcomes is that that kind of epilogue so meeting the guide happens before the guide can teach you how to overcome the challenge so that you can achieve that goal You are the guide. The hero is your client or customer. You help your client or customer overcome the thing that keeps him from the good he wants so that he can get the good he wants. So we combine all of this to create a real story. Um, And we tell that story to the people who need our services, need our goods, so that we can increase them in a very specific manner, uh, helping them overcome the thing that's preventing them from reaching the thing that they want, so that they actually reach what they want. So um, uh, to, to use coaching as an example, again, um, the thing that the customer or client wants um, a better life that's that's fundamentally what coaching is about It's about it's about an increase to the quality of life. If we can deliver that without coaching, then we would deliver it without coaching. If we can deliver it in a different way, we would deliver it in a different way. But fundamentally what's causing them to not have that quality of life increase is... Uh, solvable through coaching. This is, this is the challenge of um, understanding one's self, understanding one's circumstances, understanding uh, or com- uh, making commitments and keeping them. All those things are fundamentally coaching problems. Uh, things that only coaching can help you overcome. The coach doesn't deliver an increase in quality of life. That's impossible. Quality of life comes from within, much more than it comes from uh, into us. Quality of life increase. This would be this would be um, greater physical health. Um, that comes with better diet, better exercise, you know, getting rid of the, the environmental uh, things that we interact with on a daily basis, um, uh, increase in quality of life when it comes to um, our experience uh, of our days and weeks and months. If you're spending your life in a dead end job, you are not going to feel better just because you got a raise. Now it will short term. It'll be like, hey, my dead end job, I I got a dollar raise, but you're still stuck. You don't you don't see you don't experience an increase in goodness except for a dollar an hour or whatever it is. The way that we experience goodness has to be addressable through the good or services that we acquire for ourselves. And I'm not entirely sure where I'm going with that. (laughs) Uh, All right, well, that's, uh, that's take two. Let's see if it makes much sense. Thank you so much for watching this pilot episode of the Practical Business Philosophy Podcast. Share with me any comments, any insights of your own into philosophy and business. I wanna hear from you. Please give this a thumbs up and a share if you're so willing. That would be amazing. Thank you.